Welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, where we bring you a weekly dose of powerlifting news, tips, and training advice with a touch of 80s rock ballads. This podcast is presented by Team Roar Powerlifting, your source of the most comprehensive coaching and meet day preparation. Here are your hosts, Josh Roar and Laura Sturm. Welcome to episode 157. How are you, Josh Roar? I'm great. How are you? I'm awesome. Cool. <laughs> Which sounds like a lie, but I actually am. It sounds sarcastic, yes. Right. Yeah, I didn't mean to sound that way. I'm actually doing good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So, sorry. Glad to hear that. Yeah. So what's going uh, on in the powerlifting world? Well, so I figure we'll start off with the rule book review and then mm-hmm. get into some of the more fun stuff. Um, okay. So... Uh, we'll, we'll hit two, two aspects of the, um, the blue highlights, which are the clarifications and or changes in the rule book. So, uh, section 2.3.8 subsection C for local meets, the diameter of the bar is not to exceed 29 millimeters or be less than 28 millimeters for state championships and higher. Um, basically the, the diameter of the bar must be 29 millimeters. So, the rule's always been 28 to 29, but if you've ever lifted on a 28 millimeter bar, it does have a lot more whip than uh, 29. So, you know, state meets and higher is where you can set American records. So I think the main reason there is to standardize what the deadlift records are going to be pulled on. Because um, I've I've pulled on a deadlift bar and it's literally given me like 80-ish pounds. Um, and I've pulled wow. on a 28 millimeter bar and it's probably given me like 20. So there is a difference. Um, so I, I think that's just kind of standardizes what American records can be set on. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, which I, I'm, I'm kind of surprised they didn't just make it across the board 29, but I think part of the reason is a lot of people have the 28 millimeters. Um, you know, some of the old Ivanko bars are, are 28. Um, so it'd be kind of, forcing the hand of meat directors to buy new equipment if they have the old meat, the old bars already. So I think that's the reason. Right. Um, and then collars, this is a new rule. Um, section 2.5.1 says collars must always be used unless the attempt is 20 kilos while using a 20 kilo bar. So that's a new, that's the new part is you can use the bar without collars as an attempt previously it had to be bar and collars even if there were no plates on which made it 25 kilos so um people can take a 20 kilo attempt now the the caveat to that is 2.5.1.1 is um basically says that 22.5 kilos is not a valid attempt because if you go from a 20 kilo bar and add a two and a half kilo collar to each side that goes to 25. So there's no way to actually get 22 and a half. So the reason this was put in is there are some lifters that are not. So I guess to clarify, like youth lifters, masters, four lifters and special Olympians are allowed to use a lighter bar, Mm -hmm. but anybody else has to use a 20 kilo bar. And there's some people, you know, some masters threes, some people with shoulder issues, whatever they, can only do they can't do 25 kilos so this just kind of look makes it more accessible for some of those lifters to to do a mm-hmm. a bench or or whatever the lift is squat whatever so 
again, not not like like crazy changing rules here, but it's just like little clarifications and you know kind of kind of common sense exceptions. I think that uh, just makes the barrier of entry a little bit easier. Right, and I have seen this at a meet, and I've always had a question about it when I was meet director. Is like okay, someone has a uh, attempt of twenty kilos. Well, are they taking that from the floor? Because that seems cruel and unusual. But yeah, I mean, no they clarification would around that. Yeah, I mean, they would they would have to. So, like, so that we'll get to that. But like the the diameter of the plates doesn't change. So, like, if you pull like twenty thirty kilos, like you'd be pulling with a little a little plate. Right. So basically, yeah, if you if you're pulling twenty five kilos, you're pulling the bar from the floor, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Now, cool. Special Olympics and youth are allowed to use the two and a half kilo bumper plates to standardize the height, but anybody else mm -hmm. taking a, a attempt lower than that has to just pull from the floor. Hmm. So that's cruel and unusual punishment. Well. Is it <laughs> all right? Maybe it's not that important, but um, there you go. Yeah, uh, the Arnold registration opened on the first, and there's an email to all the lifters that qualified, like for the Masters finals or the Open finals. They were sent an email on November 29th, and basically it said that registration is going to open on December 1st. And the deadline to accept is December 2nd. So there was essentially a 24-hour period that you could register. And the that was for like the people that qualified for the finals. Mm -hmm. And registration also opened for like the raw challenge and things like that. And that was just first come, first serve. And that's that meet always sells out in like seconds. But the frustrating part is like we had one lifter that qualified for the finals that didn't sign up within that 24 hour window and her, her, his or her, <laughs> oh. uh, link, link to register, you know, expired and they're going to invite more people to register, even though, uh, you know, she rightfully earned the spot. So he or she rightfully earned the spot. Right. Um, but, uh, we emailed and they're going to include the original people that did not sign up in the next round of invites. But the issue is like, it's still going to be a first come first serve now because some people have already registered. There's a cap and they invited the exact number of people that fit in the final. So our lifter that qualified oh. still could theoretically get left out because just if other people that get the invite at the same time in round two sign up first. Um, so right. I'm not sure why that, code for the people that qualified initially didn't just stay active because in my opinion, right. they are the ones that qualified. They should have first right of refusal. So um, anyway, right. that's my little, little pet peeve there with that. But um, yeah, 24 hours notice is uh, 24 hours to get it and then make a decision of whether you're going to challenge, you know, travel and sign up like that. That's a, yeah, I think most people or maybe knew. you knew most people. Right. Yeah, most people knew at that point. But I mean, the email came out like midday on the 29th. And then so you had half a day on the 29th, all day on the 30th, and then it opened on the first and closed on the second. So like, if you didn't check your email for four days, which I know that's most people do, but like, 
or if right. you just have other things going on and that you, you don't have a chance to right. do that. Well, and it's the so, holiday season. So a lot of people probably were, you know, extending their holidays a little bit and maybe yeah. not checking it as much. Yeah, know. it's possible. So anyway, yeah. so we'll see what happens. Boy. Yeah. So one of our, one of our lifters missed out on getting into the raw challenge. Um, was trying to sign up and didn't make it. And then, you know, we got the one in the pro finals that didn't get in either. So uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully mm. fingers crossed, but uh, this is the segue to, I think what caused my dream last night. So have you ever had, <laughs> have you ever had the dream where you're like going to a meet to lift and like you forget something or yes. Okay. Well, I've, <laughs> I have that dream a lot, even now, um, even though I'm not really competing anymore, but mm -hmm. I had my first dream slash nightmare from a coach's standpoint last night. And it was, it was kind of crazy. And I wrote it down as soon as I woke up, cause I wanted to talk about it. Cause usually, you know, how, as the day goes on, you start forgetting about it. Um, right. so basically, um, we were at the Arnold and I was coaching in the master's pro finals. Um, I had, we had all of our lifters. We had, um, uh, Joe and Lee on the equip side, or, I'm sorry, on the raw side. Then on the equip side, we had Stacy Metcalf, Laura Sterland, Katie Dodge, and Amy Pancake competing. I had signed up to announce the session before that they were competing. So I was announcing with, and this is the weird part. You know how dreams don't make sense. Mm. I was announcing with one of my high school track teammates. <laughs> uh, his name was David. That's random. I haven't talked to him since high school. We were never really like, we, I mean, we were friends, but not really friends. You know what I mean? So right. it's just weird. Like I haven't thought about that guy in 20 years <laughs> and he was in my, anyway, whatever. Um, so I'm announcing and I fall asleep while I'm announcing, which again, that's weird. And apparently I wake up and I think it's the day before. So I think it's like the day before they lift. Well, I wake up and then realize that I completely missed their session. So <laughs> I start wow. freaking out and like, so Joe and Lee, they're not really in the dream because they're lifting raw. And I know, um, Greg is there to help is going to be there to help Lee and, uh, Wade Johnson's going to be there to help Joe. So they weren't really in my dream. Cause I, I wasn't worried about them. Um, I wasn't really worried about Laura Sterling either. Cause Wade's going to be there to, to help her as well. But, um, the first people I see are Stacy and Katie Dodge. And they both come over to me and they're like, they're like, Hey, where were you? I'm like, oh, I don't, I'm so sorry. Like I slept, like I, I felt, I don't know how I fell asleep. Nobody woke me up. Like I don't, I, and they're like, no, no, it was fine. Like, you know, we had, we had a great meet and Katie's like, yeah, I squatted, I squatted 490. I'm good with that. I'm like, but like she squatted well over five before. So I'm like, right. What are you saying here? Um, so, but I'm like, no, I'm so sorry. Like that has never happened to me. Like, I don't know what happened. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to say to make it right. They're like, oh, don't worry about it. And then Amy walks over and she looks at me square in the eyes and look, shakes her head, looks away and walks away. And I like <laughs> crushes me. And so I go, like, I take a minute. Cause I'm like, I need to get my thoughts together here. Like what I'm going to say to her. So I walk up, I walk up to her and I'm like, Amy, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't know what happened. Um, 
and she she walks away again and then stacy comes over she's like yeah she had trouble even getting her suit on like she she missed like two of her squats timed out like she really had a had a bad meet and i'm like oh my gosh like so i go over to her and so so i she's over again wow. so i go walking over to her and her husband adam and her son uh taylor basically stand in front of her and says she doesn't want to talk to you <laughs> Oh, wow. This is a very detailed trick. Oh, it was, it was, so I, I wrote down details cause like it was very detailed. Um, but, wow. but they were both like, you know, and they're both like super chill, like Adam and, and Taylor are yeah, usually yeah. like super chill. And they were both just like, I I've never seen them really, really mad. And they were both really mad. Like to the point, like I just dropped it and walked away and just figured like Amy would never talk to me again. And that's when I woke up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't even know what to That's do with amazing. that. Yeah. yeah. So that was my first like dream slash nightmare as a coach that I just slept through. Yeah. So the, you, the most of your dreams, your powerlifting dreams, so you're the lifter and something's going wrong. You can't find your singlet. You can't yeah. make it to meet or make it to the meet at all. Or yeah. But this is the first meet where I've like really screwed over other people in my dream. Like wow. unintentionally. And it, like, I'm still affected by it. Like it's bothering me still, like, as I'm talking about it, it was. Wow. I, I think you need to like, real. just talk to Amy to make sure that she knows that you're really there for her. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> this is going on the podcast too. Like I'm putting it out there. Like, hopefully this is like washing away any right. bad vibes or whatever. <laughs> oh, wow. That's but, pretty funny. But I can guarantee, like I'm setting multiple alarms at the, at the Arnold this year, like. I will not sleep through it. Yeah. Well, and to sleep through something while you're announcing. Yeah. That's the other part. Like, so, so here's the other, here's, so sometimes dreams are formed by like the perfect storm of like conversations and things. So like, obviously the registration thing with the Arnold where people didn't get in. And then at dinner last night, um, Hope and I were talking about all the places I've fallen asleep. She's like, <laughs> she's like, he's fallen asleep at the airport on Thanksgiving, like the busiest travel day of the year. Um, he's fallen asleep at the airport in India, almost missed his flight home, fell asleep after weigh-ins in India, like before he competed, like he can sleep anywhere. And that was the conversation. And she was just like kind of making fun oh. of me talking. We were talking with uh, our au pair and she was just telling her about, you know, all the places I've slept. Strange and places. Then, yeah. And then we, and then, you know, that was dinner. Then, you know, we kind of wind down and go to sleep. So like I had the registration happen basically uh, the same day and then talking about the sleeping everywhere. So I think that's where the falling asleep yeah, probably. announcing part came in, but it's that's weird, fun. man. Dreams are I weird. I have seen you fall asleep on a cement floor at a busy meet. Yeah. I have done that. Yeah. Multiple yep. times. Multiple times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it happens. If you're tired, you're tired, but like. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't do that. I don't have the gift of a being able to fall asleep, and definitely not in a place where there's a lot of people on a cement floor. Would never happen. Yeah. So. Yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah. It's just normal. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah, it happens. Oh well. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, new lifter tip. Yes. No. Oh, I am so ready to move on. Got it. Okay. So this one was actually submitted by, uh, I don't know if she, I don't know if he or she wants me to say their name or not, so I won't. Um, but, 
Uh, the tip is do your accessories and push them hard. Um, I think this is a big one because, you know, lifters and I am talking to a lot of the lifters on our team. So, um, looking at their, at their programming, a lot of people do, they do their main lifts and all that stuff. And then the accessories are, are blank. They're not there for no reason. Um, you know, the accessories are meant to, you know, build muscle in, in deficient areas, but also, you know, just make you more of a well-rounded and keep you healthy. So point being is like, even when people do them, sometimes they're like, oh, they're just the accessories. I'll just kind of go through the motions. Like those are, I mean, if you want to assign an RPE to them, like essentially most of the, unless it says otherwise, like assume the accessory movements are meant to be like an RPE nine or 10. Like you're pushing them to the limit because most of them are, you know, single joint movements. Um, they're not big compound movements. They're going to really tax the nervous system. So they're meant to really uh, put tension and stress on the individual muscles. You know, we don't program them just for shits and giggles. Like they're there for a reason, like do them and, and push them hard. I think that was a great tip. That was a great tip. Um, and I, when you said, I'm talking to some people on our team and then you like open up your eyes really wide and like stared into the camera. I'm like, well, but, uh, okay. I wasn't talking to you. Oh, okay. Cause I'm like, I was talking to anybody that might be watching the video of this. <laughs> I took it personally. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Cause I mean, that is the, uh, the, the easy thing to do is just like, okay, I've got this, you know, I really concentrated on my squats and, but now I've got these accessories, but now I've run out of time. So yeah, I'm just going to either half-ass these or do some of them or yeah, not at all. Yeah. You know, yeah. Easy yeah, thing and to do. You know, and, and looking back, you know, if you're, if, if anybody's like, man, I didn't make as much progress as I thought, well, I would say the first thing to look at is, did you push your accessories? Did you do your accessories and did you push them hard or not? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, obviously there's other things, there's recovery, there's nutrition, all that stuff. But, you know, a lot of times it's as simple as you just didn't do your accessories and push them hard. Mm -hmm. So stop it. <laughs> like the, uh, the Bob Newhart skit. Yep. Yeah. Love that one. Stop it. Stop it. All right. So we have some voting coming up. Yeah. So like by the, by the time this comes out, we're going to have a link in our bio at PL ballads podcast on Instagram to vote and defend whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not. And we're going to announce the vote. I don't know, probably right before Christmas. And I'm going to argue the opposite of whatever people voted. Nice. Just for fun. You know, I, I didn't know that this was such a contentious topic. So I just kind of casually brought it up with a couple of people. And oh, people it's have very contentious about this. And <laughs> I was like, have... Wow. Yeah. That, that's, that's why I want to let people chime in because people have strong opinions. It's not even just like, uh, I think it's a, it's like, no, it is a Christmas movie or that is definitely not a Christmas movie. Like, it's not right. like, eh, I'm not sure. It's like they're strong convictions. So. Yeah, that's what, what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like the uh the toilet paper under over thing. It's it's like people have really strong opinions over something that I actually don't give a shit about and I don't mean that's a pun. Um like people do have strong opinions about that. I agree. So I I also have a strong opinion. <laughs> hmm. All right. So that We're might not be gonna the next do, vote. I guess we, yeah, well, I won't give my opinion. <laughs> 
we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, <laughs> man, these, these, uh, topics are really going downhill here. We're, all right. Toilet paper this week's topic. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, there was some random thing I was watching talking about like Instagram and social media. Like when you're, when you're trying to sell yourself in any way, you shouldn't be like focusing on your, um, products. You should be focusing on the, the lifestyle of, you know, who would buy your product and what you're trying to push. And I started thinking about that. And I'm like, Oh, team roar. We we're random and kind of quirky <laughs> and odd. And if you're like that, you should be on our team type of thing. Right. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's kind of like our message that we're trying to push. Like, Hey, we're random geeky people that like music. This is our lifestyle. <laughs> hey, you, you don't, <laughs> you don't fit in with anybody anywhere. Hey, join us. <laughs> Yes. If you feel like you're a misfit at Christmas time, we do too. If are you yeah. socially awkward, be part of our team. <laughs> yeah. So I think we just need to embrace that uh, that idea. Like this is who we are, and this is you know our um, yeah our lifestyle. I mean, I thought we have. I thought we have been embracing it. <laughs> we have. We just never like voiced it. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't think it's a big secret that we're all pretty awkward. So yeah, know. power lifters. Well, there was some uh skit that was like, yeah, you're that awkward emo person in high school that um just didn't fit in anywhere and cut yourself because maybe you just were just that weird. Um, maybe not the cutting yourself part. I didn't do that, but there was a lot. There's a bro science video. I'll have to look that up and send it to you. Cause I, I identified with a lot of those things in that bro science video like you should be a power lifter if so yeah i'll, I'll send it to you and post it part of the podcast right. cool yeah, yeah. I, I think i've seen that one actually I, yeah there, there was back. a bunch yeah yeah it was, it was a while ago yeah and the bob newhart skit that's the other one if you haven't seen that yeah. go see it yeah Watch. simple advice stop it yes <laughs> classic yeah cool because you know that's all it takes that's all it takes just stop it well, on that note, this podcast, let's just stop it. Good point. All right. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, please remember to subscribe and share it with your friends.